Let's talk about the power of self-talk and also how alcohol hijacks our brain to tell us that it wants more alcohol and what we can do about it. So the way that we talk to ourselves directly impacts our emotions and this directly impacts in turn the way that we behave. Self-talk is defined as that internal voice that provides the internal inner monologue and it combines conscious thoughts, unconscious thoughts and biases. It's effectively the way the brain processes daily experiences. Here are three key things to remember. Our thoughts directly impact our emotions. Our thoughts are often untrue and biased. And also, we have the power to shift these thoughts to more positive ones, truer ones. And the first step of doing this is just becoming aware of what we say to ourselves. So most of us tune out our internal monologue. We might sometimes hear ourselves saying negative self negative self-talk, but we're often unaware that we're doing so. So here are some thoughts that I sometimes pick up that I say to myself, I'm not good enough, I'm not strong enough, I'm not brave enough, or God, I'm an idiot, or I can't believe this has happened again. So typical. Things like that. Um, and the question we need to ask ourselves when we hear ourselves saying this is, would I ever let a friend say that to me? Would I ever say things like that to another person? All of this takes its toll on our self-image and what we can achieve in life. So talking kindly to ourselves, it takes a bit of work and it takes a bit of practice and awareness, but I promise you it is so, so worth it because it can be the greatest gift that we can give to all of those people around us. We have so much more to give when we're not tearing ourselves down. So I encourage you, the next time that you are feeling a negative emotion, to really pause and consider what thoughts might lie behind that. So let me give you an example. Just say you are feeling exceptionally angry. Um, you're having an outburst of anger. I encourage you to pause and stop. What are the thoughts that lie behind that? And you might be dismayed that you're actually yelling at yourself. You might have some thoughts that are saying, God, you're an idiot, or you're not worth it. Oh, so typical. And this is really good because now you've got something to work with. What you can actually do in this moment is pause, give yourself a break, cut yourself some slack, and really try and calm down those inner thoughts into more positive ones, which is I'm doing my best or look, I'm stressed. I just need to take a few breaths and then I can try this again later. Things like that. Talk to a friend or, you know, do something that allows you to be more positive in the way that you're talking to yourself. All right, so let's talk about alcohol. The bizarre thing is that alcohol actually has its own internal voice. The term that we give this is cravings. The term that we can also give this is any other word that we, that we choose. So the monster or the wine witch, but let's call it the monster. 
really briefly, the way that alcohol works is to trigger artificial releases of dopamine into our system. And this counteracts the chemical that the brain releases to try and counteract the alcohol, which is called dynorphin. What dopamine does, it translates into the thought inside our body, which is, give me more alcohol. Give me more alcohol. Um, the core message is always going to be this. So let's look at this by way of an example. Let's just say, for example, you're sitting around a boardroom table and you might have some negative self-talk going on. And it might be, I don't look as professional, professional as everybody else here. I am never going to catch up to their level. Now, this is going to cripple your self-esteem. It's going to make you feel pretty bad about yourself. The next voice that can start up internally could be a big glass of wine will make everything feel better. This is your dopamine talking. So dopamine is hijacked by alcohol to demand more, more of this addictive substance, more of alcohol. So you notice that the craving seems to promise a positive outcome. It's going to make something better. It sings the siren song of content oblivion. But this is not really you. This is the alcohol monster. So the alcohol monster, it's also really good at helping you justify your drinking. And we call this confirmation bias. So dopamine's only goal at this point is to try and acquire more of this addictive substance, alcohol. That's how it's wired. So the alcohol monster is telling you to compare yourself to other drinkers. And you might find yourself saying things like, at least I don't drink irresponsibly. At least I've never drunk until I throw up. At least I've never come to work hungover. At least I've never got a DUI. I keep my drinking responsible. Things like that. So all of these comparisons are helping you to calm your internal reservations around alcohol to justify you being able to grab another drink or the first drink. It's quelling the cognitive dissonance of not wanting to drink while your body wants more of that addictive substance. So here are some key points. When the alcohol monster is calling, do these two things. Firstly, Remember, this is not you. Separate yourself from that thought. The real you is smarter. The real you is stronger than a craving. If you see the craving as something that is distinct and separate from you, and it's something that is separate from your own internal self-talk, you're one big, massive step towards overcoming it. Secondly, recognize the craving or the monster's three habits. It tells repetitive stories. It has a single aim, and guess what that is? To get you to drink. It's one-sided and it's manipulative. So recognize these tactics and you'll be able to slowly counter it successfully and easily, I promise. Finally, I cannot tell you how powerful is the tool of gratitude is. So the practice, this is the practice that I have found most effective with myself and with my clients to counteract negative self-talk. 
When I hear that voice, I immediately try and say three things that I'm grateful for. The sun, being alive, being able to reach out for help and having the internal power to shift my negative self-thoughts. Three things like that. Better yet, get a piece of paper, jot down your negative self-thoughts and then jot down three things you're grateful for. Such a powerful thing to do. If you are struggling with negative self-talk, don't beat yourself up about it because, and don't try and push it down because what you want to do is be aware, write them down, put them in your um, note feature in your phone and then look at them at the end of the day and say to yourself, would I talk to, help talk to somebody like that? Would I allow anybody to talk to me like that? Grant yourself some self-compassion and slowly stop talking to yourself in a negative way whenever you can.